Hey, this is Eric Olivares, pastor at Axios Church in Lakeland, Florida, and this is our podcast. Axios' mission is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. We hope this message encouraged you and uplifted you throughout your week. Enjoy the message. Welcome to Axios Church Online. We're so honored you have joined us here today on our online campus. We're starting a brand new series starting today called Built to Last. And we're going to be going through our core values here at Axios Church as we are leading towards launch Sunday in a couple of weeks. We have a huge announcement next week that we're going to be telling you about launch Sunday. So we're going to be going through the next couple weeks of our core values and what we're all about here at Axios Church. So, you know, join us in this journey. If you need to tag somebody and and make, make sure this is shareable, we want people to know what we're all about here at Axios Church. Week one of Built to Last. Are you ready? Awesome. So we're going to be going to our our core values and we're going to kind of just break down what Axios Church is all about. Axios in in Greek means worthy of. So, you know, we we want to be a a people, you know, in ministry, we've seen so many people um, just trying to find their worth in God. And we wanted to build a community and a church where, man, God is is the center of everything and where people can find uh, worth and find acceptance and, and find God's love because it's not about us. It's about God can change their life. So, you know, let me just give you a little bit of a, of a history lesson about Axios Church. We started thinking about Axios Church towards the beginning of this year. And God put a, a burden on my, me and my wife's heart to launch this church. And to be honest with you, it was probably a little bit, it was fearful. We were scared. We didn't know what was going on. You know, at that time, you know, it, it was the beginning of the year. You know, there were so much uncertainties. But we believed that God told us to launch this church. So we stepped out in faith. We stepped out in faith and we said, God, if you said it, you will provide and we will be your vessels and we will move forward. So then we started getting a team together. And once we got that team together in March, we were so excited to announce Axios Church on our social media platforms and ready to go in. And we had a launch date planned out in the month of August. And and, and then we all know what happened in the month of, of March. COVID hit and COVID hit and and man, we had to adjust a lot of things of our church. We had to think about, we were planning on doing these things called Axios nights and Axios nights are time to connect and know more about what the church is all about. But then we had to adjust because nobody was going to church and everything was changing. And one thing that we did is say, you know, we, we had the same mindset that we did when we first started the church. It's like, God, if you say it, or if you're telling us to do it, we're gonna walk in faith and we're gonna go and do it. So we really believe God said, listen, if you do what you can, I will provide the rest. So we went online. We launched our church, Axios Church, online in March. And in two weeks, we turned it around and we did an online campus. We did kids ministry, we did did outreach, we did a Sunday experience, and then we also did our Zoom group. So we, God, helped us through this whole process so then we get closer obviously the launch date of august we had a pushback because of covid and then we had another date we said god we're gonna we're gonna go forward and we're gonna do so in the next couple months man god was opening doors we did a couple axios nights and then we were ready to to get started if you know we were going to be at a location downtown some contract negotiations kind of went south and, and and we were left without a home 
So then we got on our knees and we said, God, if you're going to do it, you, if you told us to get out of here, we're going to do it. We're going to follow you. And now we have a venue change and we're going to be uh, launching uh, Axios Church through the RP Funding Center. And God has been faithful every single um, part of, this, of, of, of the way. And I, I said all that to say, say this. Everything that we're going to be talking about in the next couple weeks, we're living out each and every day. I mean, we're, we're trying to, to be who God's called us to be in a season where there is, is craziness all around. Have you been there before in your life where, man, you say, God, I'm going to go. I'm, going to, I'm, going to, I'm just going to do what you told me to do. But then chaos hits in your life. That's kind of how we felt in this season. But we know that God gave us a mission. And the mission of Axios Church is to point people to Jesus so they can find worth and purpose in God. And we want people to understand that in their life, that they have purpose in God. So in these whole, in this series, we're going to kind of talk about how are we going to build this church, not on, on, not on a, a, a person, but on people and on what God wants to do. And we can take those core values and adjust them to your life and how you can take that as the foundation of your life in, in as you follow Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 19 and 22 kind of gives us the framework of what we're going to be talking about in the next couple uh, couple weeks about our, our, our foundation and what we are building. Here in the book of Ephesians, we see the writer kind of talking about this, this concept of building, a concept of what the, the building materials that they're going to be using. Let's, let's talk about it here in, in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 19 and 22. It says it like this. That's, a, that's plain enough, isn't it? You're, you are no longer wandering exiles. This kingdom of faith is now your home country. You are no longer strangers or outsiders. You belong here with as much right in the name of Jesus as anyone else. God is building a home. He is using all of us. Uh, unrespectively how we, we are going here in what he is building. He said he's used apostles and prophets to set the foundation. Now he's using you. He's fitting brick by brick and stone by stone. And Jesus Christ is the cornerstone that holds all the parts together. We, we see it taking shape each and every day, a holy temple God to build. All of us in, into it, a temple in which God is, is quite at home. See here in Ephesians, it's talking about that how, how the foundation is set with our, the gospel, but then how he uses people like you and people like me, brick by brick, stone by stone, to build a home that God can dwell in. And it says that he is quite comfortable to dwell in. And that's what we're doing here at Axios Church. We're building a home where God can dwell in, where people's lives are going to be changed. And that, that, they, that when people were wanderers and strangers, that they can come back home and know who God is. That's what we're building here at Axios Church. And here's the, our first core value they're going to be talking about today. Our first core value is Jesus is our message. He, we believe here at Axios that, that if we're not focused on Jesus, we're wasting our time. Because if we're not focused on the true meaning of what we do, what this Bible says, we, we don't truly believe that Jesus is the message, then it all becomes about us and not about the true meaning of what the Gospels is all about. Jesus 
is our message. We're not confused of what's, what's, what's going on. We're not confused that it's about us or about, the, or about certain people. It's not about our talents. It's not about our resources. We believe that Jesus is truly orchestrating each and every part of Axios Church. And we also believe that Jesus is orchestrating each and every part of your life. And you can take this, this foundation of Jesus is our message in your life. It's the concept where it becomes from the natural to the supernatural in your life. The, where, where, where it says, God, you increase and I decrease. And God becomes the center focus of what you're doing in your life and in our church. So here at Axios, it's all about Jesus. And if we have the mindset of that in our life, man, things can change in our life. Perspectives can change our life. Directions can change our life. Because if Jesus is the center focus, man, all things revolve around what Jesus and his message and his direction in our life. If you're living your life through your direction, if you're living your life through your emotions, you're not living what Jesus is saying in his word. He says, he says, when, when you come to me, he says, pass your all understanding and follow him and he will make your path street it's all about jesus and the message of his gospel and what he did for you on that cross see jesus is the message jesus is the center focus he's not just an option see we're not doing that that what it's, it's jesus we're not going to doing the cool thing and then put jesus in the middle of that no jesus is the central focus in our life in our church and what if we did that in our life what if we made jesus the center of our life matter of fact john chapter 14 Verse six, it says it like this. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. No one comes to me, to the Father, except through me. Jesus is the center of our life. I got two questions I wanna ask you today. Kind of our, our is the two points that I wanna talk about today, but they're really questions about how we can frame our life around Jesus being the message and how we're framing our church around Jesus being the message of our life as well. Number one, the first question I wanna ask is, how comfortable are sinners around you? How comfortable are sinners around you? John chapter 1 verse 5 says like this, I am the, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. John chapter 8 verse 12 says, again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but he will walk in the light of life. And one more Ephesians chapter 5 Verse eight says, for, for at one time we were, we were in darkness, but now you're in the light of the Lord. Walk as children of the light. When Jesus is the message of your life, you walk a little different. You talk a little different. You, you make decisions a little bit different because you are the light going into the darkness. So if, if people that are not in the light are, feel a little comfortable around you, maybe you're not expressing your light the right way. Because there should be a, there should be a little bit of a conflict when light enters into darkness. If we turned off all these lights in this room right now, and, and I just put one match, elimin it eliminates the darkness right away because light can't function in the darkness. So whenever we are around people, or whenever we are around life and, and just moving in our workplaces, in our schools, 
Man, when we walk in, light walks in. Jesus walks in because it's not about us, it's about Jesus working on the inside of us and us being the ambassadors of Jesus Christ. When we walk in, man, the light of Jesus Christ comes in. So I ask you the question again, how comfortable are sinners around you? Because not for us to look at ourselves better or, or, or that we're better because we're not. But when, when, we, when, when Jesus comes into the picture, when Jesus comes into the scene, man, darkness has to go. See, we have an examples here in 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 12 and 15, where it gives us kind of indications of how we need to act and how we need to represent this light that's on the inside of us. When, you know, the, when we're around and, and where we're going, we, we have to be a representation of the light, the, the, the grace and the mercy and the salvation that God has gifted us to be is not just a cheap salvation. No, it, it was earned by the blood of Jesus Christ. We need to walk with a little conviction in our life and knowing that, man, God has, has that, that cross gave us this light so we can walk and be the ambassador ambassadors him and walk in each and every where we go and be his representation but what happens when his representation isn't representing man we need to walk in the light see in first timothy chapter 4 verse 12 it gives us some kind of it kind of standards to kind of check ourselves on a daily basis it says it here in verse 11 Command and teach all these things. Let no, let no one despise you because of your youth. It started talking about youth, but we can, we can use the same principles in this verse for our life as well. But set the believers as an example. Here's the way that you can set um, an example as being a believer of Jesus Christ in the environments you're in. Because Jesus is our message, and his message is, is, is telling us to, to live these things out in our life. So here it says, as believers and examples, it, we, we, we have some, some parameters that we have to walk by in our life. Here's, the, here's what it says. It, the examples in our speech, in our conduct, in our love, in our faith, and in our purity. It gives us some parameters to live our life as the light of Jesus Christ. And, and if Jesus is our message, we're supposed to be that light. And here's some parameters we can do. How's your speech around people? How's your conduct around people? How's your love around people? How's your faith? How's your purity around people? <clears throat> because it matters. It matters. We can't be called Jesus. Uh, we can't be called the, the, uh, the light if we're living in the darkness. We have a, a world and a generation where they feel like darkness and light can mix together. But I'm here to tell you that the Bible calls that lukewarmness. And it says in the, it says in the word of God in Revelations that lukewarmness is, is like throw up in God's mouth. He doesn't want you to be lukewarm. He said, I'd rather you be cold than, than be lukewarm. We're supposed to be the light. And when we walk in, man, there needs to be a different, a different tone in our voice. There needs to be a different actions in our conduct, in our love, in our faith. People should know that we're different by, by, by the way we act around them. And matter of fact, not in a bad and negative way, but in a way it should be uncomfortable for a sinner around you. 
Because have you noticed this? I, 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 I've, I've talked to some people and they said, you know, I, I, I just kind of just been, you know, who I am and told people about, about what I stand for and my standards. And then, you know, they act a little different around me. Have you, have you been there around when, when, you know, people are cussing and everything, but then when you walk in the room, they're like, oh, we can't do that because this person it, it thinks a little different. This person uh, acts a little different. This person is, 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 you know, goes to church and, and this person is a follower of Christ. It's a difference it's a shift and you know what happens when we do that when people know our standards and what we believe in and Jesus is our message in our life man it convicts the heart of the sinner because it's not for them to feel bad about themselves but it's to bring them it's to draw them back to repentance of Jesus Christ in their life we're a vessel to draw people to repentance to point them to Jesus that's what we're here to do see showing Jesus is an internal growth, but it's also an external, it's to tell our story. How people are going to know that you're a follower of Christ is by you saying something. By you saying, hey, that's not, I don't flow that way. Maybe, you know, please don't talk to around me that way. Or, you know, it's having standards about yourself. And that sets you apart in the midst of the darkness, not to show yourself that you're better of, but it's for you, for them to know that they can't act that way, but there's another way that you can act. And it's, it's Jesus is drawing people to repentance. I remember one time this guy was telling me that that there was the, he was working and you know he's in construction so they might be a little bit rough and around the edges but one day there was this guy that was very rough around the edges and and he actually told this guy he was going through a, a, a difficult situation in his life he had a difficult situation in his life and he actually went to this believer in the midst of a difficult situation and ask for prayer how did he know that he that he needed to go to that person for prayer it's because the conduct and the way he acted to being the light the message of jesus christ on this world it's us being different it's us being the light in the midst of the darkness it's us growing on the inside but also telling the story on the outside that jesus there's a better way and Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. It's not condemning people. It's not saying, oh, I'm better than you, or, or you don't need to be that way. No, it's, it's you acting, living a little bit of love and faith in your life and just being genuine and knowing, hey, I'm not going to uh, flow that way, but I'm going to show you a different way. And Jesus is the message. Jesus is what I live for. It's us being the light in the midst of the darkness. See, 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9 says, The Lord is slow to fulfill his promises as, as, you count, as some count slowness, but it is patient towards you, not wishing that you shall perish, but for each one to come to reach towards repentance. Luke chapter 5, verse 32, I have not count to all calling righteousness, but sinners to repentance. He's not, I'm not calling, he said, I didn't come only for the righteous. I came for sinners to, to, to come into repentance, us being the light of Jesus Christ. We need to draw people, draw people to Jesus. We need to draw people to, to have a little conviction in their life, to not live life crazy, but live life with a little conviction so that that conviction can turn into salvation. Their lives can change. You can be the light in the midst of the darkness to draw people to repentance, to draw people to Jesus because Jesus in our life is our message that we live. Number two, the second question I ask, have for you today is, what position 
is Jesus in your life? Jesus is the center of our church. And if Jesus is our message, he's the center position of our church. But what if Jesus can be the center position of your life, of your life? See, I, I, I'm going to be, you know, telling my age here, but when I used to have a MySpace, anybody have a MySpace before? Go in the chats right now, and, and if, if you have a MySpace out there, there's some people out there that don't even want us, us to look at your MySpace, but I had a MySpace, put your MySpace, I had a MySpace, and you, you could change. Everybody was a, a, a computer coder because you knew MySpace, okay? But I had a MySpace, but there was a cool thing on the MySpace where you can basically rate people of the of how good of a friends you guys are so if you were number one in somebody's myspace friends list man you were legit you, you were you were the number one best friend and and that position was there but what happens when you you and that friend started arguing and they took you from that position to another position see in our life we can't look at jesus as just number one because you putting him as number one is saying at some point, if something changes, I can change the position of your standings in my life. But when Jesus is the center, when Jesus is the center of your life, man, everything revolves around the center of focus and the foundation in your life. Number one position says, if I'm mad, man, I can take you and, and, and move you other places in my life and other things can take that position. But when Jesus is the center, man, everything revolves around that. Every decision I make, every, every action I do, every friendship I have, every relationship I, I go into, it, it revolves around the word. It revolves around Jesus. Because if Jesus is my message, that means Jesus is the center of my life. We have to understand that to position Jesus, the right position in our life, and that is the center of everything we do. He's the foundation. See, some people put the center of your life as money. Some people put the center of your life as relationship. Some people put the center of your life as careers, the center as goals and ambitions, and don't care about anything. But when we put Jesus at the center of our life, we're not only focusing on money, relationship, career, ambitions goals but Jesus is the center and those things start activating in our life you know but when we position other things in the center of our life and not Jesus man we become our own gods and we be and we think that we can do it on our own but when Jesus is the center he becomes the way he becomes the truth and the life in our life and we can live life to the fullest not because of us because Jesus is the center is the message of our life is Jesus at the center of your life or is he just another position another status another thing that you can just go to see here at Axios I mean, we are putting Jesus completely at the center. We don't, we can't make any decision. We can't, we can't do anything without Jesus as approval in our life. And that's so healthy to know that I can take my flesh out and I can put God in. And, and that's where it becomes, like we said, the natural turns into the supernatural because it's not by my abilities. It's not by what I can do. It's not about my resource, but it's God. God is orchestrating this thing from the beginning 
to the end. And we're asking you to join that journey with us. We've seen each and every moment that Jesus has been in, in our life and in our church's birth. And God has been from the beginning to the point we're in now. And we know that God's going to do so much more in the future. And he can do it for your life too. But when you put him in the center position, man, you have a reassurance in knowing I might be here or I might be in the middle of it, but God is still orchestrating my life. I might not understand it. I might not know what he's doing, but I have a reassurance knowing that I'm not living life alone, that I'm living life with God that is at the center of my focus and he's the message that I represent and I'm going to be the light that, that he's called me to be in a world full of darkness. Jesus is the message of our church and Jesus is going to be the message and can be the message of your life today Jesus is our message thank you again for joining us here at Axios hey to hear more messages just like this go ahead and subscribe to this channel if you want more information about Axios go to axioschurch.com there you can get more information give and connect remember we love you and we're in this together <laughs>